Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone. Athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the Average Savage Podcast. Our special guest today is MMA fighter Justin Sumter. Justin, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Could you uh, just give us a brief background about yourself? My name's Justin uh, the Port Sumter. I'm uh, originally born in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and currently live in um, Stratford, Connecticut, with my wonderful, wonderful fiance and um, dog Rocco. Trained with Nick Newell out of West Haven, Connecticut, at a fighting arts academy, and I am a uh, project manager for a construction company in um, Danbury, Connecticut. For sure, that's what we're going to jump into that later too. So uh, I know you said you grew up in uh, <coughs> South Carolina. So how did you uh, end up moving to Connecticut? Well, I um. <coughs> Well, before I came up to Connecticut, I uh, graduated from um, Georgia Southern University okay. in uh, Georgia, and I was um, down there about two years after I graduated. Um, I was working like with a roofing company, and then one of my friends I graduated with told me about this company that moves you around, and um, you, you get to see different parts of the United States, and, and you get to work, and you get paid, uh, and so uh, I ended up jumping on with that company, and they... Um, the first job opportunity they gave me was like, hey, you want to go up to Connecticut? Um, so the first thought I had was, uh, it's pretty cold, I, I hear, up there. So um, I thought about it a little bit, but I was like, I, you know, I've never been up there. Um, so, you know, I decided to go. Been loving it ever since. Besides the cold, um, yeah, I've sure. been loving it ever since. Yeah, for sure. I mean, now it's getting to that point where it's like, where's the snow? And you know it's coming soon. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to get a big one tonight. So hopefully yeah. not too much. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, when you moved up to Connecticut, is that, that's how you got into MMA, right? Well, no, I yeah, I uh, was uh, fighting ever since uh, um, 2011. I ever okay. had I had uh, see, I think it was like 11 amateur fights down in the uh, southeast. Ha- held uh, two different titles down there. Um, so you know, I mean, I, I was fighting pretty much everywhere: Florida, um, South Carolina, Alabama, North Carolina, South Carolina. So definitely, definitely was well-versed, mm-hmm. and then when I came up to Connecticut, kind of more getting fine-tuned, because really, <clears throat> there's some jiu-jitsu guys down there, but, um, you know, not as, as big as the jiu-jitsu is up there. Everyone's a little bit closer, so you can see a whole bunch of different styles and, and um, kind of fine-tune my game when I came up here, and then, um, you know, eventually I went pro um, in uh, 2015. So, yeah, that basically answers my next question. I was going to say, like, how did you get into MMA? But like, what? What's your? How did you like get passionate about like fighting? Basically, um, it's not a weird story, but um, <clears throat> my um, one of my good friends, Nick Nick Wesley, um, down in um Georgia, he uh, when I first met him, he was a real skinny guy, and he said, um, you know, hey, I I, I fight, I do MMA, and I was like, uh, sure you do, and um, <laughs> he said, hey, come come watch me fight, and I was like, yeah, I'll come to you, I'll come to you. So I watched him fight, and he, and he beat this guy up, put him in a triangle, and put him to sleep. And I was like, huh, I could do that. And, um, you know, ever since then, you know, I started 
started training and and uh, I would say I started training probably May or June of 2011 mm-hmm. and um, I had my first fight uh, in July of 2011 and um, you know it took ever since and, and you know I, I knew that was something I really wanted to do I put a lot of my energy in and focusing on it. Gotcha. So you you had no like even like boxing or any other. More, well, I like, wrestled. I wrestled in high school. Oh, okay. Um, because that that's what they really want. You know, I mean, they they wanted me to um like do jujitsu. Yeah. And so you know, I did my first naga, and you know, I mean, I got gold. And um, in my division, I was like, hey man, you know, I really like this jujitsu. And then uh, after the, the month of, of training jujitsu, they're like, hey, we got this fight. They, they need an opponent. And I was like, hey, why not? And mm-hmm. um, so you know, I took that fight. I think it was like two weeks notice that they said they wanted me to fight. Yeah. down in Florida and I was like hey man took it and you know rest is history yeah, yeah for sure so it kind of just like MMA kind of just like fell into your lap almost yeah yeah yeah. you mean I I definitely I, I love competing I love doing yeah, yeah, different yeah. things keeping staying active and um you know along with wrestling you know I still had that drive to to be at a high level I didn't really get to compete in college or wrestling yeah. um but still wanted to, to do stuff and uh you know someone just mentioned it I looked into it and you know for sure yeah, stuff just happens sometimes. And uh, yeah. how'd you uh, how'd you get the nickname the Fort? Well, originally my my nickname was Machine, and um, you know that I kind of coined that phrase for myself. Yeah. All my friends down south, um, if you're you're familiar with the the Civil War, mm-hmm. um, Fort Sumter is a um, a crucial position, crucial fort that was in the Civil War, and so you know definitely with Georgia history, South Carolina history, it's it's really big. And, um, you know, they kept telling me, hey, man, you should change your name to the fort. The fort. Yeah. I was like, ah, I don't know, man. It kind of, kind of seems corny. <laughs> and then um, uh, I, right before my pro fight, my first pro fight uh, with Bellic, where they, uh, and my friend called me up, hey, man, you really need to change your, your, your name to the fort. And then I thought about it, and I was like, hey, you know, it, it kind of does ring. And so, you know, that's how, that's how the name came about. Yeah, for sure. I like it. I think it's, I think it's kind of unique. Yeah. And now, now that I know that story, now I think it's more unique. Like I, like we, you brought up before, I know some people don't know that you actually have a, a daytime, daytime job. So what do you do for your daytime job? Yeah, yeah. I'm a um, project manager for a construction company, uh, Rizzo Construction, um, out of Danbury. Um, yeah, so that, that kind of takes, you know, when I'm not training, I'm working. So, you know, some, some, some guys have a little bit of luxury uh, where, you know, the only thing they do is train and, you know, they work at the gym and, and that's kind of their thing. But, uh, you know, I, I have a... Um, a bachelor's in science and uh, civil engineering technology. One to um to to pay for that. Yeah. That uh, piece of paper, I have to work. So um, <laughs> sure. definitely um. But you know, I mean, I like I like the the, the different aspects of the job, starting the job up, uh, making sure stuff is running properly, and, and, and things like that. For sure, you think you think just having that job gives you more motivation for fighting? Yeah, yeah. You I mean definitely? You know, just because like you know, a lot of people. You, you see them, they they just train, and they're like, oh, you know, that's all I do. I just, I just you know, go to the gym and train. Yeah. And, and they're, they're, they're kind of have a singular focus. What my deal was is, like, you know, fighting is has a, a expiration date. Yeah, you, sure. you can't fight when you're, you're well, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're Real Romero is kind of a, the outlier in this, this, this whole scenario, but... um. Uh, you know, you can't fight. Not that many people fight when they're they're in the forties or yeah. you know past that. And so, you know, I want I want I want wanted something to one have 
a fallback plan to to when I'm not fighting. Um, you know, if, if I if I don't make that, you know, those millions and millions of dollars that you know I am going to make, but you know, it might not happen. So. Um, you know, I definitely have a career to fall back on and, and um, support my family. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Always good to have a backup plan. And you, yeah. and you made your your major pro debut at Bellator uh, 153, and so it's ironic you're about to fight for Bellator coming up. And I know you lost your first fight, but then you went four or you went oh no versus yeah. a four and zero fighter. So yeah. So what was that? You just how did that fight come about? You were just like screw it, I'm taking the fight, even though the guy's four and zero. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, like. I still had that, you know, I, I consider that, that fight uh, my my last amateur fight. Um, yeah. And the reason why, even though it was professional, you know, man, I got paid and all that stuff, but it was just that, that learning, um, you know, like with me being an amateur, like you can tell with my my fight, um, you know what I mean? I was, I wanted you to throw me in there with, with sharks yeah. and, you know what I mean? I swim, you know, my first, like I told you, my first uh, amateur fight, I, uh, you know, that was a two week notice fight and I fought a guy that was, Five and zero. So it was, uh, you know, my mentality was, hey, put, put me in there with the guys that that are supposed to be there, and you know, what I mean, I, I'm I'm trying to swim and, and swim effectively. So you know, you, you put me in there with the sharks, and you know, I turned out to be a bigger shark. Yeah, I like it. You're, so that, that, you're down yeah, for the that challenge. Yeah, that was my kind of mentality um, going into that fight. And, you know, what I mean, yeah. uh, you know, if you if you watch that fight, you know, I was I was winning, but you know, I just made. One slight mistake, um, you know, definitely my, my cardio wasn't what it should have been. And, um, you know, I ended up losing. So, you know, I, I just think that it's a learning experience. Um, you know, even though I had to, it was a, a paying learning experience. You know, I took that in and learned from it. Then strength, fixed win um, back to back. So, Not starting off undefeated, I think that even puts less pressure on you. Just because, you know. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, being undefeated, especially in MMA, like it's always that hey, someone's there to, to take that, take yeah. that out. But um, you know, having that one, oh my, you know, it kind of makes it, allows you to relax a little bit and, and be a little bit more comfortable when you when you go out there. Yeah, definitely. And then after that fight was when you started training with Nick, right? So how did how did that come about? How did you find Nick Nick in the gym and stuff like that? Well, you know, what I mean, like, uh, so after that fight, um, he, like, well, I was walking through the, like, terminal at Bellator, and he, and he, he stopped me, and said, it was like, hey, man, um, you're, you're real good, uh, you know what I mean, I saw what you did out there, um, just keep your head up, and, and um, so happened he was opening a gym, kind of right up the street from where I trained before, yep. and then, you know what I mean, I, I knew I wanted to be serious about the sport, and, and Nick's been, you know, all over the world, and he's champion a world champion so i knew uh you know if i, if I wanted to take that next level to to be a um a well-rounded well-developed fighter you know i have to have to change and, and uh go to his, his gym yeah definitely again again that's great it's crazy how stuff just like happens like that but it's awesome yeah you know what i mean i, I think I, I think it's like a um it, it's kind of a uh like a sign you know positive to track you know i kind of put try to Putting positive energy out there in the world, and, and uh, sooner or later, yeah. just I, I, I kind of bring about you know put things in front of me. When, you know, when they arrive, I, I seize the moment, um, and you know it kind of compounds. And you know, sooner or later, like you're, you see yourself in a better circumstance just because you're you're taking the right step, doing the right thing, and um, everything kind of works out that way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the positive positive energy. Just put it out there, and it, it comes back to you, right? Yeah. And uh, 
after that you went you went five and zero, uh, and and then you got the fight with the Dana White contender series. I know you had a, you had a tough opponent that was a uh, LFA champ, and you and you ended up losing. But like, what was that whole experience like? Yeah, it was, it was a good experience, you know. I mean, just to to, to be out there and to <laughs> to you know be face to face with Dana and and um, you know to see that that kind of environment that you know I know I belong there. You know, I mean, it just you know just so happened that the cards really didn't fall um, in my favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I mean, I'm not taking it as a, as a, a setback, more of a setup, yeah. something better. Um, so uh, you know, yeah, for I sure. Just, Thankful for the opportunity, you know. Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, I definitely, definitely. I made a, made a couple mistakes in the fight, and you know, I I, I learned from that. And um, you know, seeing him be successful at, at uh, the high level, you know, with his last fight, it, it really put a feather in my cap. And like, hey, you know what I mean? I know I, I know I can be that guy. And I just got to get in there, get in there, and improve it again. So um, I'm just anxious to you know get this fight over with, to get another one, and you know, kind of be back where I was. Yeah. Um, to be back on that show, so yeah, definitely. And uh, so, speaking of that, so all this comes back full circle. You're about to be back Bellator two sixteenth February sixteenth, and uh, is that like crazy that it was like your first fight on Bellator, and now this is like your big fight right now coming up on Bellator again? Yeah, yeah. You I mean like uh, I, I really wanted to um, kind of you know have that have my my second fight in Bellator a little bit sooner, but you know I mean this, this is just how things roll. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just be back there, you know, with all that my experience, all, all the fights that I've had and everything I've learned, it feels, um, even better to, to step back in there and know that, you know, I'm, I'm well prepared, mm-hmm. uh, well developed and, and just ready to just showcase my skills. Yeah. Do you know who your opponent is yet? Yeah. My opponent is, um, Reginato Felix, mm-hmm. um, out of, um, Massachusetts, I believe. Um, I don't. I, I forget what camp he's out of, but uh, that's the uh, proposed uh, opponent. Gotcha. What What's his record? Uh, he's five and two. Okay, so it's so it's going to be a good matchup then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I think he's like ranked number four in the region. So uh, definitely, um, uh, definitely a good opponent, well rounded. So it should definitely be a good test for me. For sure, and it, it's going to be on the zone, right? You're gonna be on TV. Uh, I believe so. I, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not too sure. I, I don't. I don't like uh, know the um, yeah, the whole the zone thing yeah. right as of yet. I'm I, I'm still trying to get an up to date on it. Yeah, I th- yeah, I'm kind of confused on it. I don't know if they're showing the whole card on the zone or not, but I feel like they kind of. I feel like they are, but I'm not. I'm not 100 positive, so don't take my word on that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, so what can we expect to see from you, February 16th? Uh, you know, just just uh. Being well-rounded, um, calm, collective, and, and you know, just going to impose my will. Um, you know, I mean, a lot of people uh, there, they, they, they kind of want to see that, um, you know, me back to my old ways of, of knocking people out. But, um, you know, I'm just going to, you know, take this one easy and, and uh, you know, just impose my will. Put them in bad spots and, and um, you know, the, the rest will show. Yeah, definitely. How do you feel that all these like Connecticut fighters are getting big opportunities to shine now? Now there, I know three people that you train with, or two other people that you train with, are get on the Bellator cards with Mike Kimball and uh, Jesse. Yeah, no, it, it feels great, man. It, it really like and and the, the the funny thing about it is, um, you know, as of late, I've, I've been seeing a lot of people that I, I've been training with personally get in the 
the limelight and, and you know, getting that, that uh, stepping up to that next level and, and being showcased by these top organizations, you know. Um, got some well-known guys fighting in, in um, uh, UFC. I, I got my, my both both friends, um, Glover Tecter and Carl Robinson, they're fighting each other. Um, you know, I mean, I'm hoping for a, a great, great fight between them. Um, not, not picking sides, uh, but, uh, you know, just seeing, that, hey, you know, people that I'm training with on the top level, people that I'm training with are getting to the top level. So it's, it's, it's a real things that things are on the rise, especially for New England MMA. Yeah. And, um, and just, you know, my, my circle, um, people that I deal with are definitely rising. So. Yeah, for sure. I just keep on seeing it all over. I'm just like, this is crazy because it's just like all around around us and everyone's doing big things and it's awesome. Yeah. And uh, you ready for some fun questions? Yeah. All right, so what, what are your goals for uh, 2019? 2019, um, first goal is to uh, have a um, healthy baby. Uh, okay, congrats on that, by the way. Yeah, uh, have a healthy big baby. It's going to be a big one. <laughs> Big um, but um, you know, to have a um, to finally be be uh, married to my wonderful fiance, um, and um, to uh, you know, uh, yeah, make make more money. I guess that's what, that's what she said. So, uh, I'll but uh, be um, have have a go uh, undefeated this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, Get some wins and um, be. Uh, Oh, get a new car. Yeah, get a new car. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. And what yeah. is uh, what do you like to do in your free time when you're not training or working? Um, I like to do stuff around the house, you know. Um, oh, you build stuff? I like uh, just building things. I got I got a uh, barn in my back, which is kind of like a wood shop. Um, just like to try to build furniture. I haven't really made anything substantial as yeah. of yet, but I, I got some some plans in my head that I. I gotta work through so hopefully after this fight I can spend a little bit more time um, back there just tinkering and, and building things for sure how about this scenario question if you were to create an app what kind of app would it be if I had to create an app making you think here well what well, I would make an app for just dealing with a, a pregnant fiance <laughs> would be a, a way to where you'd be able to scan um, a scan a barcode and it would tell you if this product is all right for a baby, all right for a pregnant lady, because they don't have really have that. I don't think, yeah. and I'll make her life extremely easier. All right, there you go. And what about what's on your music playlist right now? Yeah, I have um, Archie, um, We Ready. Um, it's, a, it's a down south song. And then I have uh, Ti, um, J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, and. Um, some big crit in there. All right. And last one, what's the, what's the biggest difference from living down south to up north now? I would say politeness. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. Yeah. I'd say all women up here aren't are not polite, but they're playing yesterday. Yeah, 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 for sure. And uh, where can people find you on social media and uh, if you want to shout out any anybody and stuff like that? Yeah, they can find me on um, Instagram at Fort Sumter MMA as well as Twitter with the same handle mm-hmm. or you can go on um, Facebook my um, happy page um, Justin the Fort Sumter also I would like to make a shout out to uh, my management Top Game Management 
uh, Nick Newell Fighting Arts Academy, uh, Wash and Wag, a Pet Grooming Foundation, um, Supplement, and uh, uh, Redwood Coast uh, CBD Water. All right, appreciate you coming on, and good luck February 16th. All right, thanks, Paul. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.